Hello and welcome to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells, and we are having another great show today. What another great day. Do you love Jesus? Come on, can you just let's say it together. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Yeshua. I want to go right into the word because I'm talking about something important that a lot of people go through. Maybe you're going through it right now, or maybe you haven't, or like you're on your way there, or maybe you have before, but sometime in your life, you're going to go through this, and it's the journey that seems like it takes too long. I, I, I go back to think about the children of Israel for a moment, and think about this. Now, I want you to think about this. This can happen, and it does happen to us. When God gives us a word, God gives us a promise, God gives us a hope, and it doesn't seem like it's manifested yet. You know what I'm saying? It's like God told you something. Uh, people confirm it. You found scriptures that confirmed it. You really believed it was the word of the Lord, and it just hasn't come to the pass. Now, some people, <laughs> that might be a week after you heard. Some people it could be 10 years after you heard. Some people it could be 30 years after you heard. Now, I don't want to get into the fact that sometimes that words are for a moment and then they, they, they're not to be used a lot anymore. Uh, they were there just to get you. But I'm actually talking about words that we know that God's going to bring the past. It's a need in your life. It's a situation in your life. It's a promise in your life um, that you know you must have to fully function in the relationship that you have with the Father or the relationship you have with your purpose or the relationship that you have with your everyday business or life. God gives us word. God gives us promises. He gives us hopes. He gives us dreams. But sometimes, not all the time, sometimes it seems like they can take too long. So what do you do? So let, let's talk about the children of Israel for a moment. Now, we know they were in bondage for over 400 years. I want you to paint this picture in your mind that you are slave. That means you've watched your women get raped. You watch your men get beat. You've watched your children get killed. Think about this. They're not giving you prime steak in uh, chocolate factories, right? You're not going to get your favorite cake on the weekend. Uh, you're not getting your favorite nothing. You work every day. Every day you work. They barely ever give you time off. If you're sick, they'll just beat you a little more. So God sends a deliverer. Now, he uses a natural um circumstance to actually deliver them that God used. If you go read your word, you'll find out that the main thing he used to show forth his power was pestilence and the blood in the water and the locusts. And there's a lot, a lot of spiritual um, symmetries that that have that you basically uh, can relate into the spirit world. So basically the natural things that God used was to defeat the enemy even though at the time it did not seem like it would have defeated the enemy. But even with all that, and then he killed the firstborn, God just said, okay, that's what you want to curse my people with. So that curse be right back on you. And they got their firstborn killed. Now the people are free. And if you read your word, I love this, right? It says that they plundered Egypt. They went and took all the gold, the silver, the platinum, the diamonds, whatever they could get their hands on. They were told by Moses, told by the Lord, go take all this wealth because y'all the one that's earned this wealth. You're the one that caused this country to be wealthy. And I'm going to set you free with the wealth of the land. Now, this is exciting. You got to think about it. It says that even the Egyptians were afraid of them. So think about this. 
This was their heavy taskmasters, the ones that would beat them, the ones that would rape them, the ones that would uh, defraud them, the ones that would never honor their word to them. Now is afraid of them saying, here, take my treasure, take my fine linens, take my gold. So the children of Israel has received the promise as to say they're going toward the fulfillment of their own land. So they go out in the desert and in just a few days, that's it. Been in bondage over 400 years. They're journeying on down the Mount Moab, I think it was. And Moses goes up the mountain and he's up there for 40 days. They done built themselves a golden calf. They done left God. They done left Moses. They done went into a riot tree. They done, done forgot the promises of the Lord. They basically took hand, matters in their own hand and said, we're going to build a God to ourselves." Even though they've seen God do phenomenal miracles, set them free from bondage, that not one person, not one army, nothing on the planet could set them free. And God used the natural things to defraud a powerful kingdom that a nation couldn't destroy but he let the locusts destroy him. He let the flies destroy him. Come on, he let the, the poison, this water destroy him. Think about all this and what God's doing, right? Well, they've seen that. And think about our life. Lots of times we've seen the word of the Lord. We've seen miracles along the way. We've seen God make a way for us when there seems no way. We've seen healings that are so incredible. We were like, wow, look what God's done for this person. Or look what God even done for me. X amount of years ago, God healed me. Or we've seen financial blessings come out of the blue. I remember one time God told me, hey, listen, you want this? Go buy it and I'll send you the finances. I'll make a way for you. And I went and bought him in a way. I mean, we got those testimonies. Everyone's got testimonies about what God did, just like they did. But they got into a standstill situation. They got into a situation where they were uncertain where the next promise was going to come in. And then their natural mind took over. And then the fear and the doubt and the unbelief come to try to take over. And then we do what we naturally do. We put our hands to it. And we just go out there and, you know, maybe we don't have the faith no more. Maybe we're just hoping. Maybe we're not engaging like we should. Maybe we're not stepping out in faith and taking those chances that we need to take to, you know, get that new job or to meet that new person or uh, to look for that new way of healing, whether it's in the natural realm that God uses medicine or holistic medicine or frequency, all the other things that God's using today, or stepping into the heavenly realm where God uses the blood covenant of Yeshua, uses the glorious power of the Holy Spirit, uses the fullness of God to heal. But we've done gotten weary because we've done prayed for 10 years and God ain't done nothing yet because we haven't seen the result. Well, they were just be 40 days before the 40 days were up. They were riding so much that the Lord could hear them up on top of the mountain. And Moses is like, what in the world am I hearing? There's riotous in the camp. There's war in the camp. No, the people have went after themselves to try to take it, the matter in their own hands and settle along the way and do what they needed to do. When God says, I'm sending you a promise right now. When God says, don't be weary while you're waiting. You don't know the next person you meet might be the right one. The next business opportunity comes along may be the one that opens the door. The next thing you do in ministry might be that thing that promotes you. That next 
medicine or natural holistic way that God sends you away might be the cure. That next prayer might be the one that causes the full victory in your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit. But see, we got to keep our heart focused on Yahweh. That doesn't mean we don't go do something. It doesn't mean we don't take medicine. It doesn't mean we don't work hard at our jobs. It doesn't mean we don't seek new friends. Oh, God, you know, I met someone that day. I was counseling them. They were like, God's going to send me a spouse. I'm like, well, what are you doing to go get one? Oh, I'm not doing nothing. Well, who are you seeing? Who are you letting know? Oh, nobody. Well, you're going to probably wait extra long. <laughs> extra. Well, but God told me, yeah. When God tells you something, you have to position yourself for it. So you have to position yourself for it. See, God may tell you about business and you've been waiting a long time, but you haven't taken the first business class. You haven't went and worked at a business to learn or seek after like a business advisor to learn business. So you see, you, you're just sitting around waiting isn't the answer. I'm not talking about putting your hands to it, like, you know, losing hope, moving in fear, not unbelief, like you, you know, hey, I don't know if God's going to ever do that. Even though you're not saying that, but your heart has sunk because, oh, wow, it's been so long since the promise has come and I've dealt with this situation so long. No, you want to keep believing that the miracle working power of the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, is going to work full functional in your life. The power and the glory of the Lord is going to bring that answer, even when it seems like the journey's been too long. I'll tell you something the Lord told me the other day. I, I, I talked to y'all about a dream board, and I just did that, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's been a long time since I did a dream board. And God said, hey, remember the dream board. Go write a new dream board. Man, I'm telling you, it was like rekindling the freshness of the vision. Sometimes you have to rekindle the freshness of the vision. Because if you don't, you might lose heart in the vision along the way. And God don't want you to lose heart. The one that is diligently seek God, he will be answered. The one that doesn't get weary along the way will receive the prize. The one that doesn't turn back will get the reward. And that doesn't mean, oh, well, you know, I'm not leaving Jesus. So I haven't turned back. It's just what happens is we get comfortable in our hope, which is not even real hope anymore because our faith is wore out and drained because we haven't seen the results. But Yahweh's saying, go ahead and rekindle that fire. This is what I'm seeing in the spirit. It's kind of like you have them, some amber coals burning on the bottom of a pit. And that's the fire of your purpose and your vision, your destiny, your, your business, your job, your miracle, your healing, your spouse, your relationships, whatever God's dealing with, whatever you're longing for in your life. And there's nothing left there but some ambers that you can't even feel the heat from it. And the Lord said, go stir it up. Sometimes you have to go to those ambers and you have to stir it up and you have to go rekindle it. You have to put prayer over it again. You have to put engagement over it again. You have to go trade into it again. You have to go move. Maybe God will tell you to go trade into that local ministry that you're part of. Or, or maybe God will tell you to go pray for this other person. He'll have you begin to kindle the flame of faith. Kindle the flame of joy. Kindle the flame of hope. Kindle the flame of we know that God will. That it will blow on your amber, your stones of fire, your hope, your faith towards your purpose. So I want to encourage you, even if you think the journey's taking too long, don't give up. You are on a break of a miracle. 
because we serve an everlasting miracle working God. Maybe you've been seeking going into the heavens. I meet people all the time say, oh God, you know, I wish I could do some of the things you do. Well, A, it's not me. It's not like it's special for me. It's for whosoever will, but it does have an appointed time for each different person. It's what I can tell because it took me six years before I had my first dimensional shift where I seen people get a dimensional shift in two days and I seen people 10 years later still haven't gotten one, but their heart is open. They're waiting for that promise. They're positioning themselves to walk in that. So we just keep going in faith, decreeing and declaring the word of the Lord and we remove fear, doubt, unbelief and it's kind of like, I, this is what I'm sensing in my spirit. This might be you, this might not. Maybe it'd be someone you could go minister to, or maybe you'll hear this soon from someone. I keep hearing complaining, 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 complaining. And it could be a legitimate complaint. It could be a soft complaint. But as God says, I want you to turn your complaining around to explaining. You say, what do you mean change my complaining to explaining? Start explaining to your soul from this, your spirit, man, how incredible and awesome your faithful God is, that he will keep that which he has, you have committed unto him, and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him, and that you were fearfully and wonderfully made, and those that put their hands to the plow, they shall reap the prize, because we have not turned back. Glory to God. Receive this today. In Yeshua's holy name, I bless you. Bless you with faith. I bless you with the ability to move further. Hit the link, pass this podcast on to a friend, whether around the corner or around the world. I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.